morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, hello, how are you all? Um, me, I am getting very, very cross with my cat. So if we hear a big bang, um, it's because he's determined that he's going to sleep on the windowsill, which isn't very wide. He's already fallen off it once this morning. And not only did he fall off it, but everything else that was on there fell off as well because he was trying to save himself. So things got broken and uh, so if you hear a big crash, it's because he's fallen off again because he will not go anywhere else. He's determined that is where he's going to lay today. Um, so, yeah, mm. he's going to go. I'm going to get cross. Me and him are going to fall out big time if he breaks anything else I can tell you <laughs> anyway how are you are you all good I'm so glad about that well now um oh I have not got a fun fact today I have got an experiment but I'm not going to do the experiment my children are going to try it but <laughs> they are going to try it with my brother with their uncle because I don't it's got balloons in it and I am um, not a big fan of balloons in fact I'm terrified of balloons I suffer from something called globophobia and that is the irrational fear of balloons now my fear doesn't extend to because i know some people can't look at them can't touch them and although although i i don't like touching them and i don't like them anywhere near me it's because i've got the the fear of them popping i don't like them popping and i have this horrible sort of <gasps> um thought that every time they're going to be near me they're going to pop and uh, so, yeah, so I'm not going to do the um, the experiment, but my brother said that he would do it um, because the children wanted to do it. So <laughs> I shall tell you how it works out. Um, but first of all, the riddle from yesterday. Today, what was it? What was it? What was it? What was it? What goes up and down but never moves? Well, I know that lots and lots of you got this one right. So, well done to absolutely everybody. Uh, but uh, Gracie, you were the one that messaged in first and said um that it was a staircase there you go of course it was i have a question about staircase actually um so why is it that when they're indoors a set a flight of stairs is called stairs but when it's outside they're always called steps. They're not called stairs outside, but they're the same thing. So, somebody tell me the answer, please. <gasps> now, 
Um, I can only find one day, one national day today, and that's National Groundhog Day. Um, so you have to watch the ground, uh, Groundhog Day film. Have you ever seen that? It's quite good. But um, this is, oh, excuse me, very early. This is a day that um, is celebrated mainly in um, America and Canada. And the groundhog wakes up, apparently the groundhog wakes up from um, his hibernation. And if uh, he comes out of his little den and he sees his shadow, then six more weeks of winter are going to be coming. So he goes back into his den and he goes to sleep again and hibernates again but if he doesn't see his shadow then he remains outside to play and everybody celebrates because it means spring is just around the corner so i wonder whether it's going to be six more weeks of winter or spring just bursting around the corner what do you think Hmm. Well, we shall see. We'll find out if the groundhog sees his shadow or not. Um, I have a friend in Canada, so I'm going to ask him. <laughs> um, I have to also say, um, uh, well, it's a bit late saying good luck uh, to Zoe. She had her first... Um, Oh, excuse me, first day at intermediate school um, this year, uh, this week, sorry. And um, she sent me some photos of her starting at her new school. Um, so I really, really hope you enjoyed your first day and that you are just, yeah, just going to have the most amazing time at that new school and you look so grown up in your uniform oh so grown up oh my goodness me I'm dreading mine going mine goes into um I guess it would be the same kind of um intermediate it's called secondary year but she she goes in September oh I'm gonna cry um she's no nowhere near ready <laughs> well she is i'm just not um anyway this 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 experiment with balloons okay so all you need is some balloons a magnifying glass and that's it that's it some balloons and a magnifying glass so what you do is get some colored balloons so um, all different colours, but then a white one. But you also need a clear balloon and a black one. So, because we're going to do two different things, okay. So, if you blow up all the coloured balloons, except the black one, don't blow the black one up and don't blow the clear one up. So, just blow the coloured ones and the white one up, okay. So... Get your, um, go out in the sun, get your magnifying glass and put the magnifying glass against the um, balloon as if you're looking at the balloon through the magnifying glass. 
and all the coloured ones will pop. This is why I am not doing this experiment. <laughs> um, so all the coloured ones will pop. But once you do it on the white one, the white one won't pop. How weird is that? And that is because the colour absorbs the sun or the heat and stretches and weakens the rubber and makes it pop. Whereas the white one doesn't. How strange. But what happens next in the next one is even stranger. So if you push the um the black balloon inside the clear one okay blow the black one up it's going to be very very fiddly to do so you might need an adult to do it and then blow the clear one up so you've got the the black one inside um the the clear one okay you then use your magnifying glass exactly the same way that you did with the others and the clear balloon stays in one piece but the black balloon bursts inside it how weird is that so that's exactly the same reason because the color of the black balloon absorbs the sun and makes it weak and stretches it and it goes bang but the clear balloon is the same as the white one that doesn't hold you know doesn't absorb any arm heat so it doesn't doesn't do anything so there you go now i'd like to know if you try that whether it works for you um i don't um yeah i i won't be doing it so i don't know whether my brother might video it so i could put it on facebook i don't know <sighs> anyway what is um the riddle for today because i've just realized that i have missed it again honestly um hopeless so the riddle for today is what is full of holes but still holds water Wow, what is full of holes but still holds water? It's a bit strange, a bit of a strange one. But let me know if you know the answer. Okay, so we're going to read chapter seven of Mr. Pink Whistle's um, party. And it's called Mr. Pinkwhistle's Little Trick. One winter's afternoon, just as it was getting dark, Mr. Pinkwhistle walked down a road near a school. Let me see, it's just about the time that the children come out of afternoon school, said Mr. Pinkwhistle, trying to see the time by his watch. I'll watch them as they go by. Perhaps one or two of them will know me. So he stood by a shop and waited. Soon he heard chattering and clattering, and out came all the children from the school down the road. Two small girls came fast, talking together. They 
walked along and didn't notice Pink Whistle. Just as they had passed him, another child ran up, a big boy this time. As he passed the two little girls, he swerved and bumped into them both. Down one of them went and the other was sent into the nearby wall. They screamed. The boy roared with laughter and ran on. It's Sam again, said one girl, picking herself up. Horrid thing. Why does he always have to bump into people when he passes them? I suppose he thinks it's funny. Oh, your coat is all muddy, said the other little girl. Your mother will be awfully cross. How I hate Sam. He's always so rough. Mr Pinkwhistle was just going to go up to the two children to see if he could do anything about the little girl's coat when they ran off together. He frowned. What a horrible boy. Did he really make a habit of bumping into other children like that? A small boy came by with his satchel on his back and suddenly somebody swooped down on him, bumped into him and knocked him flying. You beast, Sam, yelled the small boy. Lying in wait for me again, I'll tell my father. Pooh, shouted back Sam and shot off across the road. Mr Pinkwhistle went to help the small boy to pick up his books. They were lying in a puddle. Oh, thanks, said the boy. Gosh, I shall get into a row, all my books soaked. Blow, Sam. I bet he's hiding somewhere nearby to bump into as many of us as he can. He's so big, you see. He's the biggest of our class. It was rather dark now and the little boy couldn't see Pinkwhistle clearly. How pleased he would have been if he'd have known who it was that was helping him. A girl came along after that and two more behind her. Pinkwhistle stood nearby watching out for the horrid Sam. Was he hiding somewhere again so that he could rush out at these children? Yes, he was. Whoosh! He shot across the road and bumped heavily into the first little girl and then swung around to bump into the others. Pinkwhistle shouted a warning to them. Hey, look out! They just got out of Sam's way in time and he almost crashed into the wall himself. He peered into the shadows angrily, trying to see who it was that had warned the two girls. He was a little bit afraid that it might be a policeman and he shot off into the darkness. Pinkwhistle felt sure that he couldn't, wouldn't appear again and he set off down the street, wondering if he could do something about this tiresome Sam. Suddenly, someone came bumping behind him and bumped hard into him, giving him a shove at the same time. A shout of laughter told Mr Pinkwhistle that it was Sam again. <gasps> Over went the little man like a skittle. Sam was certainly good at bumping. Pinkwhistle found himself sitting in a big patch of soft mud. Most unpleasant. Ah, Sam again, I suppose, he said angrily. I'm small, so he thought I was a child. Well, it's certainly time he was stopped. And I'll soon stop him too. Pinkwhistle got up, caught a bus and went home to his little cottage. He told Sooty his cat all that had happened. Sooty grinned. She put Pinkwhistle's coat to dry and made him some tea. 
You want to get the old wobbly man to walk down the street, she said. It would give Sam a most unpleasant surprise to find someone he couldn't possibly push over. Good idea, said Pinkwhistle. And what about me walking down the pavement carrying a big bunch of prickly holly sooty? Oh, I'd like to be there and see Sam bumping into that, said Sooty. And what about putting a hat and a pair of boots and a coat on a great big balloon and putting a walking spell into the boots? Well, Pink Whistle nearly fell off his chair with laughing. Oh dear, you do think of peculiar things, he said to Sooty. Oh yes, we'll certainly do the balloon idea. You see... It's just too dark to see properly at that time in the afternoon, so Sam won't be able to see who he's bumping into. And as I and the wobbly man are both small, he will think we're children and come rushing full speed at us. And he's sure to want to bump into someone who looks nice and fat, like the walking balloon, said Sooty. Well, you're certainly going to have some fun tomorrow, Master. Pinkwhistle went to see the wobbly man after he had his tea. The wobbly man nodded and smiled. He was always ready for a joke. He had no feet at all, only a curved base, and he got along by wobbling himself fast. Ha ha! He would give Sam a shock tomorrow. Nobody's ever knocked me over yet, he said to Pinkwhistle, and nobody ever will. I'll be along tomorrow, Pinky. The next morning, Pinkwhistle gathered some fine holly out of his garden. Two big armfuls. Then he sent Sooty to buy a balloon, a long one, not a round one. He blew it up as big as ever he could, but he had to put a bit of magic into his blow because he wanted a rather big balloon. He stuck an old top hat on it with glue and put a pair of old boots at the bottom, also stuck on with glue. Very strong glue it was too. He slipped a walking spell inside each of the boots and then draped an old brown coat round it. <laughs> it really did look most peculiar. Sooty began to laugh. Oh, I must come and watch, she said. I really must. Please let me, Master. Well, I shall want you to pick up the boots coat and hat when Sam bumps into Mr Balloon and bursts him pop, said Mr Pinkwhistle, so you can come. First I'll walk along with the holly, then I'll tell the wobbly man to do his bit, and then we'll set Mr Balloon walking along on his magic boots. At four o'clock the next afternoon, the wobbly man, Mr Pinkwhistle, Mr Balloon and Sooty were all waiting for Sam. The children came out from school in a bunch that afternoon because that was the only way they could stop Sam from bumping into them. He was too much of a coward to tackle a lot of children together. Sam was cross. Blow. Wouldn't some child run home alone? Well, he would hide and see. So, as usual, he slipped into a doorway and watched. The children ran down the street and then when there was nobody there sooty whispered to pink whistle now's the time to begin master i can see sam watching from that doorway mr pink whistle slipped out of his hiding place and began to walk down the dark street sam saw him 
and thought he was a child because Mr Pink Whistle was small. He raced out of the doorway and ran behind Pink Whistle. Just as he was about to bump him, Pink Whistle swung around with his arm full of holly. Oh, ow! yelled Sam, finding his face and hands pricked with the sharp holly. What is it? Oh, I'm hurt! He stopped to nurse his hands and feel his face. Whatever had that child been carrying? Then he saw the wobbly man coming along. At least he could just make out someone waddling towards him. Who was it? Ah, perhaps it was old Fatty, who was in the form above him. Sam grinned. He rushed at the wobbly man and gave him an enormous bump. The wobbly man wobbled over sideways and then wobbled back so violently that he gave Sam a sharp knock that nearly sent him flying. Sam was most surprised and very angry. Don't you dare to fight me, he said. I'll shove you right over, see? And he gave the wobbly man another tremendous push that made him wobble to and fro very fast indeed. Sam watched him, a sturdy wobbling shadow in the dark street. Why didn't Fatty fall over? He pushed hard again, but all he could do was make the wobbly man wobble faster and faster. You're not fatty, cried Sam, suddenly frightened. You're not. Who are you? I don't like you. Stop wobbling. Do stop wobbling. I won't push you again, I promise. But of course, the wobbly man had to wobble no matter where he went. And Sam watched him wobble away into the darkness, wondering whatever he was. Funny, said Sam to himself. Very, very funny. Most peculiar. Anyone would think that that fellow couldn't walk the way he wobbles as he goes. I don't like it. I'll just give someone else a good shove and I'll go home. So he waited. The next person that came down the dark street was a tall man. Sam didn't dare to run and bump into him. Oh, no. Tall men had a habit of reaching out and giving him a jolly good shake. Ah, here was someone coming, someone short with a silly top hat on his head. Sam grinned. Whoever it was that was coming was walking very near the holly hedge. Ha <laughs> ha, it would be fun to push him right into it. Let someone else feel what it was like to be pricked all over. Sam's hands were still sore with the scratches they had. Well, of course, it was Mr Balloon this time. Pink Whistle had set the spell going in the boots and the long-shaped balloon, dressed in an old top hat, old boots and coat, was now walking down the street. Ah, it's just a silly old tramp, cried Sam, catching hold of him in catching sight of him in the light of a lamp. I'll give him such a shock. One of my very best bumps.
So he ran from the doorway where he stood and bumped into the balloon man. He shoved him hard against the holly hedge and all the prickles ran into the balloon. Bang! Sam nearly jumped out of his skin. He stared at where the old tramp had just stood, but he had completely disappeared. Sam couldn't see the top hat, boots and coat lying in a little heap, half under the hedge. Oh, he's gone! He went bang and disappeared, howled Sam. What have I done? What's happened? Help, help! The wobbly man who had wobbled back on the other side of the road and had joined up with Pink Whistle again laughed till he cried. Pink was a laugh too and Sooty ran to collect the hat, boots and coat. Other children heard Sam's calls for help and ran up to him. What's the matter? What's up? I bumped into somebody and got pricked all over. Look, said Sam, and he was actually crying. And then I bumped into somebody else and he wobbled over and wobbled back and hit me. He was horrid. And then I bumped into a silly old tramp with a top hat. And he went bang and disappeared. I'm frightened. Serves you right, said a small boy. Now all you want is someone to bump into you and you probably wouldn't ever shove people about again. The children went off together, grinning. They didn't feel in the least sorry for Sam. It would teach him a lesson. Sam went down the street too, sniffling miserably. He didn't mean to bump into anyone else he met that evening. What with pricks and wobbles and bangs, he had had quite enough. Someone padded behind him. Someone soft bumped violently into him. Over went Sam and rolled into the same patch of mud into which he had pushed so many others. He sat up and yelled. Sooty, said Pink Whistle's voice. Sooty, you shouldn't have bumped into him like that. You really shouldn't. Look how muddy he is. I couldn't help it, said Sooty. Really, Master, but he'll never bump anyone again. Sooty's right. Then do you know when the children heard all about Sam's queer adventure the next day, one boy looked very wise and said, it rather sounds as if old Mr. Pinkwhistle was around last night, Sam. You'd better be careful. Now, however did he guess? <laughs> well, now, have you ever bumped into anybody or has anyone ever bumped into you? It's not very nice, is it? Especially not if they do it on purpose. I mean, by accident, it's still not very nice, but... At least it's not too bad by accident. Um, so, oh my goodness me, that is today's story. And I hope you enjoyed it. Now I'm going to try and sort my cat out uh, before he smashes anything else. Um, and I will uh, see you all again tomorrow, hopefully. But until then... You take care and stay safe. And, well, we'll see you all tomorrow.
Bye for now.